Dude, look at his fucking shoes. Oh my god, her hair is so stupid. Look at it. Oh, he's such a pussy. She's such a slut. Did you hear about bitch boy? What a homo. Faggot. That make you uncomfortable? Good. This is what kids live with every day in one form or another. Even adults. But I bet you've heard a couple of those nasty things before. Possibly directed at you. Maybe you've said something like that. I have. Today I cover a hot topic. Bullying. Specifically healthy versus unhealthy bullying. It can help you grow. Or it can break you. I'll also cover my thoughts on the imminent COVID-19 vaccine. If the survival rate is 99%, why does this vaccine even matter? Spoiler alert, keep your fucking mask on. And for my fellow devil dogs, listen to the end, because I got a bomb about one of our beloved heroes from history. I don't feel like boring you with some more preparatory shit, so let's just jump right into it. Welcome to The Basic Vet, the podcast with a beard, tattoos, and no fucks. It's politically incorrect, it's abrasive, it's unapologetic, and it's probably fucking funny. I'm your host, Shannon Smith. Here you'll find out what it's like being a vet on a day-to-day basis, the unspoken struggles you don't hear about, and some honest stories from my time in our beloved Marine Corps. So grab a beer and throw out all those fucks you've had in your pocket, because where we're going, you don't need any fucks. Today's topic is a never-ending one. If I manage to live to be 80 years old, and I'm still podcasting from my spaceship, wherever that may be, I'll probably be able to cover cyberbullying or space bullying in a whole new aspect. It morphs and changes with the times, but it's still there and it doesn't go away. Now, I believe healthy bullying is necessary to grow to an extent. Healthy bullying. There are factors that can turn healthy bullying terrible if you're not supported properly. Nowadays, with social media, we have cyberbullying, and cyberbullying is endless. There's no escape. It's disgusting, and it's harmful. You used to be able to go home to your safe space with your parents after that long day of bullying if it happens to you, and your parents would set you straight and say things like, look, you're going to grow up and none of that's going to matter. That's not who you are. They give you your life lessons like they're supposed to if you live in a healthy family. If you don't live in a healthy family, well, things go bad really quickly. You need that support somewhere. If you can't get away, how are you going to get it? By the way, here I am again, recording at the very last second. It's like 3 o'clock on Friday, and I've still got to edit this bitch. One day I'll learn to be more proactive, but not today. Okay, back on topic. Now, there's benefits of healthy bullying, all right? With healthy bullying, you grow up to be strong, tough, and you stand up for what you believe in. You don't take no shit from nobody. You turn into a solid fucking superhero. A wrathful, not-to-be-fucked-with force of nature. Uh, No, that's, no. No, 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 no. Healthy bullying helps form what you're going to stand for, and it helps form what you're going to stand against as you grow up into your person. This healthy bullying I'm talking about is not completely responsible for turning you into who you're going to be. It just helps refine those rough edges of your personality. And as a kid, it might help mature you even faster. I can't give specific examples of healthy bullying because it boils down to your overall environment, your neighborhood, you know, where you're going home to, how your parents are, how your siblings are. You know, remember that safe space at home I talked about? What if it isn't a safe space? What if when you go home, that space reinforces the bullying that you heard all day? If being called those names by kids 
makes you sad. When you go home and your parents are calling you that shit too, what the hell you think's going to happen? You just turn into a little ball of anger or something. Everything goes inside and you can't get it out because you don't have anywhere to turn, right? These kids got to have somewhere to turn. That's why cyberbullying is so horrible because no matter how much your parents can love you and support you, once you get on that computer again, it's, it's horrible, the things that people can say. And then it just spreads like wildfire. You know, a, if you happen to go viral for something that happened at school, now thousands and thousands of people see it instead of just the people in your neighborhood or at your school. With the evolution of bullying comes the evolution of how we handle it. You can't just eliminate bullying. That doesn't happen. You've got to learn how to handle it a different way. And if you don't handle it the proper way, well, you end up with uh, things like suicidal kids, homicidal kids, sociopaths, and then that leads into cults. And then you got something like the Illuminati or some crazy weirdo that kills a bunch of people with Kool-Aid. Wait, what the fuck? That's not where I was going with this. Let's get back on topic. Uh, I'll give some personal examples of when I was bullied as a kid and as an adult, maybe. When I was a kid, I got called things like stupid, poor, Weird, scrub, girl, you know, stupid name of mine, which I happen to love. And I still get called girl to this day. It's hilarious. There was one time I was at a bar with my buddy in uh, South Carolina, and we're obviously adults at this point, and it was an Irish bar, and my name's Shannon, so. Anyway, we go in there, we're having a good time, I meet this guy at the bar, we just start talking, and uh, we're having a good conversation, I don't know what the hell it's about. But I went to leave, and he's like, oh, yeah, by the way, what's your name? I was like, oh, Shannon. And as I'm walking out, he looks back, and he says, bye, Sally. And I was probably about 30 years old when I heard that. And because I'd been drinking, I immediately wanted to fucking turn around and go back in and slap the shit out of him. Luckily, I had a buddy with me. Better decisions were made. What this boils down to is be nice to your kids. Now, I mentioned that we can't eliminate bullying. We will never eliminate bullying. It's impossible, so we got to manage it. I'd be remiss in my duties if I wasn't giving you a way to manage that bullying nowadays. Well, that brings us to our next sponsor. Are your kids getting bullied? Are you tired of seeing them miserable every day but don't feel like catching a case for beating the shit out of a 12-year-old? Fret no more. From the makers of the famous Trunk Monkey comes the much-anticipated Pocket Miyagi. Just stick the Pocket Miyagi in your backpack, your pocket, your sock, anywhere. When you need a little wax on, wax the fuck off, just put the pocket Miyagi underwater at the fountain or the sink and watch it grow into a not-so-tall but surely violent dealer of life lessons to those bullies. Since we know how important your child's future emotional state is to you, we're offering them for the Bonsai Bonkers low price of $1.99. So buy 10. That way your kid has his or her own personal protection entourage. Buy some as gifts. What a great stocking stuffer. And it's not just for kids. Adults, you can get your very own pocket Miyagi for those moments in life where you need some Confucius-style knowledge bombs. Boss giving you shit? Drop a pocket Miyagi into their stupid Yeti water bottle and watch as your troubles melt away while he slaps the ever-loving shit out of that bastard. You can't lose with the pocket Miyagi. Why are you still sitting there? Call 1-800-B-A-N-Z-A-I-I. Banzai! Alright, here we are in the home stretch. Now, I said this thing drops Friday, and this particular episode has felt like a marathon so far. But I don't care. This thing is dropping Friday. Now, I had no clue about what it was going to take to edit the audio for this type of a project. It doesn't really bother me, because I love teaching myself new things. I'm a little bit of what they call an autodidact. 
uh, or autodidactic. And I'm stuck inside anyway. So it's like being grounded when I was a kid. I just read books. Now it's being stuck inside for COVID that makes me really interested in the vaccine because I would like to get the fuck back out into public and do things like I used to. I actually miss being a regular person. Now this vaccine supposedly has a 90% success rate and that's really not bad for a vaccine. Now one thing I will not do is get into general vaccines here. Fuck that. Fuck that. I've had the flu vaccine every year since 2008, so I am all for this thing coming out. Get the vaccine out for COVID-19 and get us normal again. At least people will feel a little bit safer at that point once it's out, even if there's a placebo effect. I don't care. I just want to go out and be normal. Now, do you think there's going to be problems with this? Do I think there's going to be problems with the vaccine? Absolutely. This vaccine was rushed as hell. It can't be perfect, but this is definitely going to be very interesting to watch unfold. Now, you may have asked yourself at some point, you know, if there's a 99% survival rate for this virus, then, then why will the vaccine give the freedom back to the American people? Look, idiots that think like that, it's the long-term consequences that we are just now learning. Those consequences are bad. Just because you survive doesn't mean you're fucking scot-free. At that point, now you'll have heart problems, respiratory problems, cognitive issues. It, they're real, and I've seen it. You know, they're complaining about this COVID brain stuff. You just, they're foggy, and they're supposedly out of the woods. You know, stop being reactionary copy-pastes and uh, use that mushy shit inside your skull to contemplate, contemplate the subject. This is a weird period in time that will undoubtedly go down in world history because it affected the world. It's not like our first black president here in America, which we put so much weight on. This is way bigger. Obama made us look like a really progressive country. The way we've handled COVID makes us look like idiots. But hey, at least it's not the first or the second or the 30th time that we've looked like idiots here. We'll be all right. We'll get out of this. We'll be strong again. Don't worry. And that's all I'm going to say about this vaccine. I just wanted to get out to the people. I want to see how it works. And I want to take it myself. I, seriously, I've had so many shots in my life. What the hell is this one going to do to me? Huh? I don't care. Give me the goddamn thing and let me go throw axes at the fucking restaurant down the street without having to wear a mask or worrying about getting sick. At least my brain will think I won't get sick. Whatever. Okay, I think I've talked and recorded and spun my wheels enough on trying to get this thing out today. So I'm going to wrap it up here because I still got some editing to do and then I'm going to get it out. Well, that brings us to the closer, though. I mentioned I was going to talk about something very specific to Marines, and I will. And here it is. Let me go ahead and crack my beer first before we get into this. Okay, Warriors, it's time for that little Marine history tidbit about one of our historical heroes. And not just any historical hero, the most decorated Marine of all time, Smedley fucking Butler. Guess what? Did you know he was hand-selected to lead a bunch of fascists in a coup d'etat to overthrow President Roosevelt? You think he did? Remember, he's the most decorated Marine in history. Did he say yes? If not, what do you think happened? Look it up, and I'll give you a hint. Um, the situation that I'm talking about was called the business plot. And given its name, you can imagine it had something to do with the economy in the United States. Now, I don't want to just give you everything. 
okay? Learning and digging into this stuff is fun for me, and I'd like to empower all of you to do it yourself. Dig into the research. I gave you who it was. I gave you what it was called. Tell me what you think. I want you all to form educated opinions. I don't want you to be reactionary. Educate yourself. Look at both sides. Look at all ten sides. Make your own decision. Oh, I'll give you a spoiler about this. They picked the wrong motherfucker to lead that thing. That's all I'll say. I'm done here. All right, that's it for today, guys. Hey, starting on Monday, I'm going to start making shorts. There will be a six-minute short episode on Monday and a six-minute short on Wednesday from here on out. In, that includes the 20-minute on Friday as well. Uh, I just found out that I could look at some in-depth analytics for my podcast, and I'm going to start figuring out what you guys really want to hear. Starting Monday, I'm also going to have the TBV, Facebook, and Instagram that are going up. So I'll put the links in those um, on Monday's short episode. All right? Hey, if you listened all the way through this thing, thanks, thanks for sticking through it. I hope to see you on Monday. If I don't, I'll probably see you on Friday. Take it fucking easy, or any way you can get it. To everyone that listened to this podcast, thank you. Thank you for taking that time out of your day to listen to me bitch babble and complain. I really appreciate it. But all of my active duty friends out there, I want to say thank you for signing on that dotted line so that I can continue to enjoy my freedom and be a lazy fucker that just records his voice into a microphone all day and put it on the internet. And to those of you that say, just let it go, I say, fuck you. I'm never letting go of my commitment to excellence. And don't you let it go either. I'm out.